Fans geben. Recording. I always forget that thing. When you press record, it starts recording five seconds before you press it. Yeah. Creepy. Means it's always I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly what it means. And it can record, I say before it resets, it can record another 30 hours of audio. And I've never wiped it yet. That's quite a good thing. Um, Um, I didn't quite know, like, this was hard one to take notes of, I think. No, no, my notes, I have three pages of notes, but it is all based around plot. Um, and it is chunky. And then after that, I went, oh, that's, um, I mean, I don't really, yeah. huh. But I don't know. I think as long as we touch on the comic, yeah. Damon Lindelof, because that's who created it and wrote it. Yeah. And then talk about the plot. I think the producers will be happy. <laughs> and also, obviously, the editor today. Is not going to edit anything. No. So. <laughs> so. So I've got to watch. I don't see anything horribly racist like I normally do. Exactly. Cool. Especially in this show, because, you know, race seems to be a big issue. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that opening scene was like, what? Yeah. How is there not a dollop on that? Oh, there is. Oh. Um, I couldn't well, find I it think, under Tulsa. Um, I think it's a Bass Reeves one. Okay. Because he was on the. Oh, he's a real dude. Yeah. Wow. And I think they're hinting at the guy in the wheelchair being a relative because he's Will Reeves. Yes. And his dad was O.B. Reeves. So well, I don't know because they're never name. named officially in oh, the episode. I, I watched the video explaining stuff to help me. IMDB. Um, <coughs> see, that's that's important, right? I think I really think that's what this plan is. I think the Excuse most me. important question yeah. we have to ask ourselves when watching this pilot is... Hmm. What if we'd never read the comic? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you'd not, you're completely lost. Yeah. And even if you'd seen the film. They changed the ending. Yeah, because this is not based on the film. No. Well, the film is... What did I, someone say recently? I think someone said, the film is not an adaptation of the movie as much as it's a translation of the movie. Yeah. Because I feel like Zack Snyder missed a very important part in that... He made vigilantes look fun. Yeah. And then when you read that book, they seem all like assholes. Yeah. It's one thing, at the minute in time, right? <coughs> I know we haven't started this, guys, uh, yeah. just yet, but I'm Gareth, by the way. I'm Richard. And we're back doing another well, we pilot. Should, we shouldn't be using names, we should be wearing masks. Well, I am wearing a mask, it's just no one can see it. I forgot my mask. <laughs> I don't. It's just a, a beanie with holes in it. That's got a Punisher thing on it as well, so that works. Oh, there you go. You will be careful. You could end I up can, looking like Panda. I can't see now. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> Everyone seems to hate that kind. Well, he's the bureaucrat, right? Oh. That's how I see it. Rules need to be followed, though, so I'm kind of on his side. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyway. You're, you're a mentalist like that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um... Well, that was a terrible intro because it's also knocked me off where oh, I was going. Shit, sorry. Oh, no, no, it wasn't you. Um, that's what it is. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross do the music to this. Right, yeah. Right? You know, because as soon as it starts, you go, that's Trent Reznor music. Yeah. I mean, no offense to his score work, but it definitely is of a piece. It, yeah, it did sound very familiar. I didn't know it was him. Yeah. But now you tell me that, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I, you know, they obviously said, 
when she gets changed into a vigilante mm-hmm. and drives to the police station, and when they get guns and storm the compound, that music is too anthemic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sort of. Yeah, and. I think it's almost like because we're seeing it from their side of things. Yeah. And I think... I don't think they're the bad guys. No. I don't think they're particularly the good guys, though. And they don't realise. That's a thing. Um, Could this be... Right? Before we get into anything else. Could this episode be, as we see it from their point of view, could it all be in its own way propaganda? Like the whole episode be propaganda? Well, the thing is, you start off with the um, kid watching that... That black and white film, film yeah. yeah, and that changes things as well because there's a whole black hat, white hat thing of old westerns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or in my head, I never think of westerns for that. I always think of wrestling for that because they do exactly the same bloody thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so in that one, you've got this hooded guy, black robes, can chasing down the sheriff and stuff, and then it's revealed no, he's actually the good guy, and he's a bad guy. So that's pretty much, I think, going to be the theme throughout the entire well, season. Isn't that? A very subtle way to suggest that Judd is the bad guy, well, or he was well, until I think he, he was. He is <laughs> because there's also well, I mean, the amount of things that mimic the comedian. Well, that's him. the point, right? Yeah, because this is not. They've said <clears throat> this is a sequel, yeah. but it's also a remix. And well, it's it's yeah, it's not a sequel. It's not a remake. It's not, and he's just remixed the yeah. concepts, right? And. Uh, when I say he, we mean Damon Lindelof. We'll get back to him in a minute. Yeah. This can be terribly uh, ed- editing of this. Oh. <laughs> uh, people are going to be like, why is it in no order? Oh, you know. It's yeah. like a novel. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan, maybe. Yeah, Deal with it. Yeah, there's weird timelines all over the place. <laughs> it's fine. <coughs> One of us was dead the whole time. But, um, yeah, no, because obviously the first episode of issue of Watchmen the comedian's killed, mm-hmm. and then it's about solving his murder. So I assume the Watchmen TV show will be about solving Judd's murder, yeah. and then they're going to obviously unravel some sort of conspiracy. Well, if you look ahead at the episode, I didn't look. I mean, obviously, there's no descriptions of the other episodes are not out mm-hmm. yet. He is in them all, yeah. So we're definitely going to get flashbacks and uh-huh. other scenes. It's it's going to be one of these all over the place kind of series. Yeah, but I'm, I'm but that's what the book was like as well. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing um, that really doesn't matter to the plot at the moment, but I just wanted to get out of the way with, mm-hmm. is the animations for the opening sequence to that TV show about the... American Hero story. Yeah. Colon Minutemen. Yeah. Cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. For a second when that popped up, I thought, oh, they're going to be doing the whole kind of cut away to a comic book thing during this. Yeah. Like but, a Black Freighter kind yeah. of concept, but no. Yeah. So, but, and that did look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'd watch a whole show of that, even though it was just the intro to that show. I like that they phoned up Ryan Murphy and got his permission to do it. All right. Because obviously he does American Horror Story uh, and American Crime Story. Uh, so he was like, would you mind? And he's uh, like, yeah. eh, are you taking the piss? And he's like, well, no, because it's a successful TV show. I mean, what sort of conversation did they have with Robert Redford? Uh, He's probably getting paid just for a picture of his to appear on a wall. Um, but yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. Should we just get into the plot and then yeah. go from there, right? Yeah, because we're all over the place to start cool. with. I'm going to turn this sideways because apparently I wrote too well. No. 
So yeah, episode one of Watchmen. It's summer and we're running out of ice. Which, if you know your musicals, means yeah. you know what's going to happen by the end of the episode. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as you instantly find out that the character's name's Judd. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Again. He's buggered. Yeah. But uh, written by Damon Lindelof of The Leftovers, greatest TV show of all time. Yeah. Lost, not the greatest TV show of all no. time. Um, um, Alien <clears throat> Covenant, not the greatest film of all time. Um, was it Covenant? I thought it was Prometheus. I thought it was Covenant and Prometheus. Okay, could be. Oh. Um. Well, did he write? Uh, um, Ultimate Wolverine versus uh, versus Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, I've gone out here. <laughs> uh, Cowboys and aliens. Well, that was a bad film. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness. That was a terrible film. World War Z. I mean, that had a lot of problems. I I, I reckon that had a hundred. I'm writers. hoping. He had something more to do with the last 30 minutes than yeah. all the, the rest of it. Um, yeah, Tomorrowland. I like that. And uh, quite a lot of Nash Bridges. I like when he started. Yeah. And he gets to know Don Johnson. There you go. Link, yeah. links. It all comes around. <coughs> and I hear, I hear they're making new Nash Bridges. Did you hear that? I never watched old Nash Bridges, so... I did, but only in a... It's a midnight and I can't sleep and Nash Bridges is on kind of way. <laughs> yeah. And Cheech Marin's his partner. And, you mm. know, he always deserves work. I mean, if he wants it. I'm not yeah. saying he deserves to work for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he did. Oh, no rest for, for him. He, uh, he wrote Earache My Eye. What more do you need? Okay. No, you rake my eye. No. Okay. It's a Cheech and Chonka. Oh. Okay. It was covered by Korn on their <laughs> second album, Life is Peachy. Oh. In fact, I think Korn did the music and Cheech Marin sung it with Korn. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, this yeah. plot is chunky as fuck. Yeah. Um, And it is not cut and pasted because no one had it. So it's all my own words. So when it fucks up, it's my fault. Cool. So we start watching a silent movie where uh, Bass Reeves uh, from Oklahoma captures a crooked sheriff uh, and is like, this dude's the thief. And because it's a silent movie, everyone goes, oh, yeah, of course. And yeah. starts clapping. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't think that would work back then. If a black man beat a white man up and went, he's the bad guy, I think all the white <laughs> people around him would go, I don't know. No, we're not sure. <laughs> and the reason I'm not sure about this is because it's being watched by a young black boy uh, and we realise all hell is breaking loose outside while his what appears to be his mother is playing a piano inside yeah. um, and we are in Tulsa in 1921 a large mob of uh, white arseholes good one Gareth yeah that's, uh, uh, 100% correct but did you actually look this up? no because I wanted to, I knew it was true oh yeah but I, I, I checked to see if there was a dollop on it and there wasn't and uh, I wasn't made of time well, I left I it for now it's not specific. I think they briefly mention it in the Bass Reeves one, but mm. I'm pretty sure it'll possibly be an episode well, at some point. Because this is the crazy thing, is that what I did hear about this is that no one in America really knows about it because they're so ashamed they swept yeah. it away. Um, I quickly had a quick Google of it. Mm -hmm. um, 35 blocks of what was known as Black Wall Street mm -hmm. were destroyed in attack by um, white mobs. Yeah. But not only... I mean, you saw in that thing that they had planes. 
Yep. Yeah, they had planes. People, local white people who mm-hmm. had access to their own private sort of planes and biplanes mm-hmm. stuff helped attack thirty-five blocks of a town. Yeah, because it had black people in it. So again, not only were they smashing shit up, shit up, they had air support in nineteen twenty-one. Not even military air support. This is just members of the public were so enraged by black folk. They got in their planes and... And drop shit. Yeah. Now that's fucked up. More people should know about that. Yeah, because you just think you're watching a fictional TV show, so this is fiction. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. Um, And yeah, they're just killing everyone, right? They're burning their businesses. Yeah. The boys' parents try to take them to safety. Uh, safety. It is a straight-up war zone. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's like something out of Gears of War. True. There's a lot of hiding behind thing barrels yeah. with guns and yeah. So the boy's put in a trunk, which instantly bullets fly through, and is yeah. he, he actually gets hit in the face, right? Slightly. Like there's blood on his face. I'm sure. Like yeah, I think grazed. there's that. Yeah. Little, I'm not saying nick. he gets shot. Yeah. Um, his parents stay behind because there's no room in the car. Uh, bullets come through the trunk. Uh, trunk as he hides low. And buildings explode, and straight away that car just sort of flies into a ditch. Yeah. Um, he wakes up in a field with a baby, and a note that says "Watch over this boy," which was actually written by his dad for him to yeah. be passed on to someone else. Yes. Um, <coughs> um. But he seems to take that as "I will watch over this boy," and takes a baby with him. Yeah. Or well, you know, he's, he's a good kid. He's yeah, not going to leave a kid to die. It. Yeah. Um, and as we cut to the future, future kicks in, as in the musician. That's the oh. trap music that was playing. Mm. And then we're in 2019, right? Yeah. Why, right? I, this is the one thing when I was writing this note. It seems very important to note the colour of people in this TV show. Yeah. And I don't know if that sits well with me, but it seems important for the plot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how often I say a white man, a black man? Never. I literally, I think, it's not something that occurs no, to me. No, but I think it's... But the thing, the problem is, whereas that sort of seems odd to us, mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, this is kind of America these days, though. Yeah, no, I... I so we're I, just... I think Donald Glover was right. This yeah. is America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that on this? Um, but yeah, it's, that seems to be... I mean, you watch any of the like, political stuff. I, mean, I probably pay more attention to American politics than I do ours because ours is ours is stuck in a quagmire and it just goes round. Yeah, and at round. least theirs is well, not entertaining in a morbid sort of way as well. But it's plus yeah. we have uh, you know little Trump. Yeah, they've got the real deal right there. But see, he's not really our Trump. Isn't really going about go well, just definitely targeting minorities and again. Being the white supremacist piece of shit, really. I mean, not yet, but I guarantee oh, once Brexit goes through, yeah. and he, if he gets his like EU workers need to fill out certain paperwork, if that paperwork isn't dotted and crossed perfectly, oh, camps will be set up. Out. Oh. I mean, just never forget Winston Churchill killed a bunch of people in Kenya in the fifties, only ten years after the war that's, ended, and no one wants to talk about it. That's that's just what you did in the in the fifties. Well, put, put black people in camps because they're black. 
even though 10 years ago. I'm talking about not learning your lesson. No, I know. <laughs> well, he didn't. He, the weird thing is, he taught the lesson, so he just doesn't practice what he preaches. Fair enough. It's, all it's good a very mixed metaphor, but you get what I'm saying, yeah. guys. Um, so, yeah, a white guy in a pickup truck is pulled over. Cop asks what he's carrying. He says lettuce. The cop asks if he can take a look. The lorry driver asks if he can take a look at his face. This does not sit well with the cop. No. And you wonder why. <clears throat> and then you find out later, and I hopefully mention it. But yeah. Mention it now, just to get the hell out of it. Yeah, might as well. <clears throat> so there was... There was a thing called the White Knight. Yes. Uh, and during this time, was it the 7th Cavalry that did this? I think well, I... Th- it sort yes. of suggested, yeah. Yeah, that basically, people got cops' addresses and went around and just shot them all. Yeah. Which is like... Well, see, now, even at this point, mm-hmm. although that's not explained till later on, what's not really explained to this point, mm-hmm. I think this is a I think we need to diverge away from the show for a second, yeah, yeah. is why everything's kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. And they've not really explained anything like that in the, to- in the TV show. Yeah. Because they've not explained the whole... Again, the Cold War ended because of uh, Adrian Veet's plot to make the big squid thing. Yes. And then... Which definitely did happen, because yeah. obviously squids still rain from the sky and, as a reminder. Yeah, and there was um, the anatomy of a squid up on their yes. um, classroom wall. Classroom, yep. um, so yeah, so that definitely happened... But then Rorschach's diary, which he sent out to the thing, was then published showing it was con- a big conspiracy. Yeah. But there seems to be still doubt in that at the moment. I think someone has mentioned briefly about, can, do you believe it's all a lot kind of government yes. shit? So even that's become sort of fake news has sort of gone in there and it's muddied the waters a little bit. Yeah, but then, like I say, how this episode is shown, right... From the point of view of um, how it's filmed, from the point we see it from the police point of view. So the Seventh Cavalry are straight up evil white supremacists. But the only one we actually interact with is a man carrying lettuce. Yeah. Who admittedly kills another man. Yeah. It actually doesn't die, right? No, he's uh, he's yeah. he's awake by the end of it. Yeah, but um, he even threw the lettuce into the cab. Yeah, you know, as if to go see it was just lettuce. That's the only real conversation we have with any yeah. of them. And they they all believe these books by Rorschach are real, and we know they are. Yeah. So, but I don't know how the white supremacy got mixed in. <laughs> no, because that seems to be because for what we know of Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he wouldn't really be down with that. He wouldn't give a fuck either way. But if well, if you're a white person killing black people, that's yeah, bad. So he would he kill would you. yeah he'd go fucking tits. And vice versa is true too. Yeah, so he can color is irrelevant to his that, algorithm. But I say that then goes back to his sort of mask. How can black and white didn't mix in his mask mm-hmm. because he didn't want to mix. Yeah, yeah. With any with anyone, mm-hmm. so it was that was kind of thing, and they've not. Got that, yeah. Um, but I say they can using it for their own ends, so they're kind of ignoring can Rorschach's beliefs for their own gain or something. Well, no, I mean, I think <clears throat> they believe in his 
they they trust the facts yeah. of what happened according to his books. Yeah. But they don't follow his beliefs. No. Which is could, weird, right? That's like an that's like a reverse Bible. Yeah, which well it could be another <laughs> but the thing is for that now as well though, this is looking at can America again mm-hmm. for their well, I get, think that's all we the do religi- in this episode. Yeah, okay, true. For the whole religious right there, they're interpreting the Bible for themselves. So mm-hmm. Ken Rorschach's diaries has become their Bible. Yeah. But whatever he meant at the time, they're tweaking it for their purposes now. It's, well, so I don't even know if that... Will, I mean, we obviously haven't found out, so I no. don't know. I mean, the way I see it is that they've read his books and literally they've taken the facts out of it. That we know are true. Yeah. That, uh, you know, Adrian, is it Veet? I can never pronounce that name. Yeah, Veet. Um, you know, created a, a squid that died yeah. instantly, but it fired out a sonic blast that killed, uh, destroyed half of Manhattan, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you've watched the film, obviously that does not happen. No. It was Dr. Manhattan. Um, oh, well, it was made to look like Dr. Yeah. Manhattan. It was, I. A blast similar to his energy signature or something yeah. along that line. Which cinematically, cinematically it makes a lot, a lot more sense. Ends, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, it makes a lot more sense than mm-hmm. trying to film the book. Yes. Because <laughs> I think if he got to that point in cinemas, audiences would have been like, what? The f- what? I mean, we saw that in the cinema in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. And it was still like, what, three hours long? You know yeah. what I mean? You don't need to go... And it ended, and everyone was confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the the cop is shocked that the guy asked to see his face, right? Yeah. Asked for his license and registration. He says he needs to open the glove, which I've never heard of a glove box just called a glove, which I quite like. Yeah. And when he does, the guy <clears throat> sees a raw shack mask. Um. Then the cop needs to go back to the car to run the plates. He probably has a scmod. Scamod? From the Blues Brothers, it's not a real thing. Oh, yeah. State, county, yeah. municipal, debt uh, see, system. I, now, here's the thing I liked about this future setting. Well, it's mm-hmm. now, but it's technically a future set for Watchmen. Mm-hmm. It's only like electric cars and all the sort of new technologies knocking about. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge leap in technology. Yeah. It's kind of realistic technology. Well, and I really, I like that. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not just different technology there's also a lack of technology that I've no, you know what I mean yeah. there were, no one has a mobile phone he has a pager well that's because <sighs> well no because I, I assume very, it's very much like China they don't want you on the internet they yeah, don't want it's, you well it's also because if they, you go on the internet people can then track you and find out who you are so they use basic ones that are harder to track no 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 one has a computer there is not one computer in that episode no one uses it. but then computer. we are mainly looking at cops though yeah and that's why but, they're I think that was the whole no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, much like like China or something, mm. that America is being uh, in this show. Yeah, they're having. Um, they're not allowed to look at yeah, right. information like that. No one has a mobile <clears throat> phone outside of. You know what yeah, I mean? People right. are always answering. Judd gets a phone call and it's on the house line. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, no one has a house line anymore. <laughs> uh. True. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he asked for his weapon lock to be removed. Now, I assume this is what would happen with thirty years of a liberal president. Yeah. You know, 
oh, are people getting shot by cops discriminately? Cool, we lock their weapons into their cars. Yeah. And so, yeah. here's a weird thing, because it still looks dystopian, right? And it's been yeah. 30 years of, you know, a Democrat, I, I, I would say, a Democratic president, yeah. right? He doesn't seem to be a bad guy from what we know of him. You know what I mean? You're never going to see Robert Redford in this show. No. You know what I mean? I mean, I very much doubt it. You never know. I mean, his picture on a wall. I mean, no, but you go, <laughs> do you want to be in this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, literally, you're so cool. You've been president for 30 years. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, everything's turned to shit because but, if you, what, yeah. if you stick to one path too long, everything, I don't yeah. think that works. As a, as a, I don't really know what they're trying to say. I just, I find it bizarrely dystopian for a democratic, for the place we are with a democratic present. Yeah, you know I mean, but yeah, the well, weapon locks on, yeah. and this basically ends with him being shot many times. Yeah, and a letter's being thrown through the window, like riddled with bullets. Um. Yeah, we then cut to a co- uh, production of Oklahoma. Which... Oh, you've also got to point out that as he's lying there being shot, mm-hmm. the indicator is making a sort of TikTok yes. sound, and this is foreshadowing for the amount of times we're going to hear clocks ticking in this. Yeah, but you heard and it all the time. Always, it's always well. it's like yeah, I suppose, but it's like you read it all the time. Don't yeah, but it's like um, oranges and the Godfather. This clock's going to come back a lot whenever things are going to turn shit. Best use of a clock. When the family is sitting down to dinner and it shoots it from above, well, also and uh, Judd's at five to midnight. Yeah, because I saw that. It, um, yeah, because after that looked like a clock face as well. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it also kind of reminiscent of the shots from like Nixon's war room in Watchmen? Yeah, because you know, they had the yeah, but that was supposed to be like a clock as well. Yeah, so, I know, you know, exactly. So, but it just kind of it was the same. That's remix. Ring the lights and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, it's kinda, they're going crazy with the remix. Yeah, it's all good. Um. I never knew this, but the song they're listening to, which is straight up Oklahoma, right? Just Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like some suburban homeboy by Sparks. It's a personal favourite. I'm the suburban homeboy. I will take your word for it. It's a good one. Oh. I thought you'd like Sparks. I dabble. <laughs> I never remember the names of it. That's from uh, Lil Beethoven. That was their, what I would describe as their comeback album. Mm-hmm. Because their 90s output <clears throat> and the album before it, Balls, oh. is balls. <laughs> never call an album something that could be reviewed in one word. Not even shit sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too. <laughs> oh, hyphenated. Um, yeah, so we cut to Oklahoma. It's being watched by a dude called Judd Crawford. Yeah. And one of the cops goes in there, informs him about the shooting. He leaves. And then we meet Wade otherwise known as Looking Glass, yeah. played by a very uh, messy-looking Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. Um, who, I will say this right now from this episode, mm-hmm. my favourite character already. Uh, yeah. That's a fucking cool look he's got. It is very cool. And I uh, read an art, no, listened to an interview with him mm-hmm. about how they made that mask. And it's kind of crazy what he had to do. Because right. he wore the mask. Yeah. But he also wore a halo, and the halo was covered in cameras. All right, okay. So he's then filming everyone else. And then they take that footage, and they fire it onto the mask. That's cool. So it's remarkably expensive, what you're seeing, even though it doesn't look it. 
Nice. He's also the new Rorschach, really, right? Yeah. Like, visually. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to more of him. Yeah. Well, also, because um, that was the thing, Damon Lindelof was like, mates with him. I was like, do you want to do this? And he's like, it's not very big, the part. And he looked at it and went, and apparently he phoned back two days later and went, I've made it bigger. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. I mean, you know. Who's from Tulsa. Is he an Oscar winner as well? I feel like he's oh, he's definitely nominated. I never actually looked at his... Well, you know, Oh Brother, We're Out There. Yeah. He's the goofy one out of the three. Um, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, so, yeah Samuel Stearns. Uh, yeah. That's the thing as well. He's very familiar looking, and yet I realised that I'd seen pretty much nothing uh, he was in. Kimmy Schmidt's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote that down So it was that, yeah, um, Incredible Hulk. And yeah, and then I was like drawing a blank because I couldn't think of what else I'd seen him in. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he's, again, he pops up a lot of things, but I was like, what is it? I've seen a look through his credits, and I was like, I've not seen half of that. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, slightly disrespectful, Judd w- uh, uses Wade's mirrored uh, face to do his tie-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, here's the thing. They all wear uniform, Yeah, but Judd doesn't. But does he? You know, I mean, they all wear a disguise, he, I should say. For some reason, as the chief of police, he seems to be the one that doesn't hide his identity. But that's the thing. I'm just confused. Because he doesn't hide his identity. Is it a false identity? I've just got that going well, for me at the minute. Yeah. Um, like, is is his normal... Is it like the prestige? And his normal look is actually the disguise. Well, that's like, I mean, you look at... Um, a, What's her fate? The the actual the um what's her I can't remember her name. Regina right King. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of her character name. Um, Angela, Angela, aka Sister Knight. Yeah, because she seems to just be not a cop for the majority of the time. She's kind of doing stuff mm-hmm. at school, and, and it's only when shit goes big that they sort of can call her in for something. Yeah. So this seems to be his thing as well. He's a cop the majority of the time. But when shit goes big, whatever his alter ego is, must kick in. Mm-hmm. And again, they don't know who he actually is. or him. And it's obviously, he's a, a criminal. Masked criminal or something somewhere. So he's probably one of the 7th Cavalry or something. Who's that? But he's just Judd. Yeah, possibly. But he's just hiding it. But the most confusing thing seems to be at the minute, right? <clears throat> How this episode is put together is the leader of the Seventh Cavalry seems to be a black man in a wheelchair, which is, is weird. It, I for the... don't think he's part of them at all. Well, I I would think not. No, but then at the end of the day, they do seem the sort. He could not kidnap Judd, put down the spikes, put him in a car. He could possibly, if he's got like some sort of strength, you know, uh. raise him up at the end. But he had to have help. Yeah. He's supposed to be 105 or something. Well, yeah, that's just because the math. So, yeah. right? Tulsa happened in 1921. Yeah. He was seven. So. But anyway. Yeah. That'll be we did, Also, we didn't find that out this episode. That's on next time on Watchmen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, in your face. Mm, shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> I remembered that. Um, yeah, Judd tells uh, the cop's wife, Roberta, about the shooting. And then really quickly starts going, did he tell anyone he was a cop? You know, yeah. it was very accusatory against someone with this job. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Because she's like, 
No. And also, for a man who says that everyone likes him, it's a bit dickish, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, also, very briefly, we see Dr. Manhattan on Mars. Yeah. And he's fucking with a castle. Yeah. Which I found important, because later on, when you see uh, Jeremy Irons go into his castle, it is the same. Yeah. So he's... I don't know. And we'll talk about that one scene, because... It feels very unreal. Well, yeah, because, see, we briefly see a newspaper mm-hmm. saying that he's officially been declared dead. Who, Vite? Yes. Okay. It's just at one, um, there's one scene there, it's a bottom thing, you just see this newspaper there and it's Vite officially declared, declared dead. Okay, well, I didn't see that. <clears throat> um, so we'll, we'll yeah. throw some conjecture out on that in a minute. Yeah. But for now, we have uh, Angela... Angela Abar uh, is in a school teaching uh, kids how to cook, doing something I've never seen before with a squeezy bottle and some egg yolks. I had seen that as a tip on something years ago and forgot that it was a thing you could do. Mm -hmm. And then when she did it, I was like, oh, I must remember that. And I thought, well, it's never going to come in handy. But I do like how um, she makes the smiley face. Yes. With the camera angle shooting through the bowl. There's even a little bit of blood in one of the yolks to give it the badge look. Um. Also note that this is where the anatomy of a squid poster is. Yeah, it just pops up in the background. Um, and we also see the poster of uh, the four like the presidents were up there. The four most important Redford, Nixon, Nixon, Lincoln. Washington? Could have been, I can't remember. Um, um, yeah, she says she was born uh, in Vietnam a couple of years before it became a state. Um, Nixon really went to work <coughs> out there. Yeah. Um, uh, also explains how weird... Sort of, or you know, sort of like yeah. She's got a certain silky kimono-y vibe going yeah. to her clothes. Yeah. So, oops. um, she says she's a retired police officer. Um, after being shot on White Night, mention that. Yeah. Robert Redford is present. Mention that. Kid asks if she bought her bakery with Redfordations. Yeah. Which is a term. So racist that her son Topher attacks the kid. <laughs> yeah, it's like reparations, but Redford. Yes. So obviously, a, yeah, a, a, another version of those. He's brought them back. Yeah. But we don't. We don't understand why. I don't think it was because she was a cop. I think because they say later that the kid was racist. Yeah. Well, I think it's. It was. This is, I government paying back for the whole. Tulsa 21. Oh, right. I thought yeah. it was more... See, this is why we don't know yet. I thought it was something more based on Vietnam rather than her being black. No. No. It's, I find it very confusing because it's not really mentioned yet. This is what no. I mean about this. This is why this plot is so dense. Yeah. Because if you've never read the book before, half of what we're talking about is gibberish. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to anyone. Yeah. No. Oh. So it's just like, oh, shocking. Anyway, Topher says he hit the kid because uh, the kid's racist and Angela wanted to hit him. And Angela says, he's not racist, he's off to a good start. Then the siren goes off and squid rain from the sky. Yeah. Like it's an everyday occurrence. Which, well, actually, on the newspaper as well, mm-hmm. um, which said, it, reviews it, it also says about another um, squid shower where two people were killed. Oh. So, it does seem to... I mean, there's a special siren for it and everything. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then they weirdly they dissolve. Yeah, 
which is odd. Also, I do like that they uh, they have squid cleaning crews though, because they go past as the yeah. as uh, what's his name from Aquaman, Black Manta is cleaning up. Was he? I never noticed him. Oh. Oh, and, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the actual actor who plays Black Manta yeah. is her husband. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Oh. Uh, oh, he just yeah, he's just mopping down these. So is I assume he is her second husband. I don't want to be incredibly racist here. No, I'm assuming that for whatever reasons they adopt, and I think because she, where she was saying the bullet went in, oh, yeah, yeah. I think she has been rendered incapable of having children. What a wonderful way to word it. That was the nicest, well, not the nicest, <laughs> but the most factual way that could not possibly offend anyone. I suppose using the term barren is always upsetting. <laughs> I never even thought of the word barren. <laughs> 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 oh. But yeah, that's how I figured it in my head. I thought, mm. yeah, they must adopt. Yeah, no, I never thought that. But then Uncle Judd is white, and I don't know if they do seem like a family. When they're all wearing for dinner. Well, here's a, a, a thought. This was brought up in a video so I'm like, are, like, the whole adoption thing, maybe they adopt kids of ex-cops friends of theirs that were killed on White Night or something, maybe. Well, maybe. That sounds nice and horrible at the same yeah. time. That cops just have 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 a, a melange of children because they just have to adopt all the ones. No, all of them. I think killed. she just, they just did it. No, I, I think, yeah. no, I want to go the other way now. Like, <laughs> you know how, how you find cops? Look for the ones with like 400 different types of kid. No. Uh, it's possible. Apologies, I didn't have breakfast. Ugh. Need some cloudy apple juice. Comes mm. out cloudy too. It does. <laughs> out of the bum. Oh. <laughs> what a twist whippy gas um, so yeah so yeah, yeah. so we, we uh, squid clean up crew's cleaning up Angela gets home her husband shows her uh, her pager and asks what little bighorn means brackets no mobile phones yeah um, yeah we see an advert for American Hero Story colon Minutemen what things up the um, little bighorn that's got something to do with Custer right um, and his unit was yeah. his unit was the Seventh Cavalry. Oh, so that all look at you. So, so I think that's them maybe saying, "Yeah, there's been a you're piecing that together like your jigsaw a, a thingy attack. What do you call it? A seven K Seventh Cavalry attack. Yeah. They, you so, already said it. Yeah, but, um, I forgot instantly. So, what uh, I was but yeah, later on they call them Seven K. It's like how much worse than the KKK are they? Four, Four more. more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't think of a bigger number. Uh, so an old man who's uh, obviously the little boy from the opening brackets same mole yep. uh, asks Angela if she thinks he could lift 200 pounds there's an important fucking I don't even know what you would call that right yeah. um, what is that called you know not like Chekhov's gun but like Chekhov's biceps <laughs> Chekhov's wheelchair yeah. I mean it's a real <laughs> setup for the end no and I don't know. Did he? Did he? Did uh, Lewis Gossett Junior go? I want at least three minutes of screen time because <laughs> I don't know why you would be like just wheel up on her and go. What? But I think is he going to be one of these things like 
he's like we're going to see a lot of flashbacks and things. I think. Well, he's obviously going to be one of the vigilantes. He's going to the minute man. Yeah, or... but he's also going to be in the background of a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and that's why I think. As we go into this series, you see, well, kind of sort of Rorschach was about everywhere. Yeah. Because he was kind of anonymous in the background. I think as we go in this series, we're going to suddenly realise that everyone is Rorschach. <laughs> everyone has got different aspects of him. Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone is him. Oh, I don't but, quite understand what you mean, but at the end of the day, I'm intrigued. But I think there's going to say, we're going to be a flashback. And in the background, you're going to see this, Ken, yeah. this guy, Will Reeves. In a lot of bits and pieces, and it's all gonna. Can that's how he's managed to figure everything out because he's gonna have been involved in everything. Mm. So I don't. Know, I just assumed he was gonna end up being like hooded justice or something. Someone yeah. we've never seen. Yeah. Well, never seen properly. Yeah, because that was the one with the noose around his neck, wasn't it? Exactly. And there's a new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I didn't put too much thought into it. No. <laughs> noose. <laughs> Noose. No. <laughs> Noose. Oh no, that's a different guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, an old man. Da 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 da. Same mold. Dilly dilly dee. Lift two hundred pounds. Uh, in the back of her Vietnamese bakery. Am I racist now? I I feel like it was set up in a way that it felt Vietnamese. <laughs> I didn't. I I just saw. Well, bakery. she was born in Vietnam, right? But her, her, is Vietnam famous for its? Buns or something? No, but I'm just saying, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. It seems I mean, like a weird part of town. I think you've gone to a, I mean, I think she's gone to a weird speciality bracket that's just I, not going to make money. I might be completely wrong. I just thought she was bringing something from her home to America, which is also America, because it's the state. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> just so, I think it's those beautiful silk shirts she wears that confused me. Because yeah. if you're dressed for work, it just feels like you should be working in, like, I don't know, a restaurant. Yeah. She's born in Vietnam. I've put racism together. Oh, no. <laughs> I've become the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you did sort of catch me off guard there with a Vietnamese bakery. I was like, I thought okay, it was I like a specialised thing. You know, like how when uh, France went to Vietnam, right, and they uh, took it over for a while, right, and gave yeah. them coffee, and all their coffee tastes like shit, which is why they invented the... Uh, Condensed milk coffee, mm. you know, to take the edge off, right? But they made croissants too, and there's croissants in her window. It's not my fault. It's because it makes a bit of everything. It's a bakery. It's yeah, like, no, I know. Can... I'm taking myself a hole on purpose, you understand. I mean, I don't <laughs> feel bad about it. There's too much to take note of. I just assume everything is racism in this show, because it's all about everything. Okay. All I'm saying is, if she doesn't do bagels, I might... I mean, I'm not going to go to stinking bakery if there's no bagels. I make my own bagels. I don't. That seems really hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, have a dog bark yourself. Would you get like a Would you get like a donut maker and make bagels? But you could. Mm, just tiny ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can get big, big ring donuts. Yeah, but they're not the same size as a bagel. It you know what be. I really want today? Could be if you made a big one. I don't know why my brain kicked yeah. here. You know, at the um, at the beach, yeah, um, they've got that little stall that makes uh, donuts to order. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really want to go there. Where's that? You have to go into the amusement park. Mm. The you know what I mean? Yeah, it's near the big wheel. 
It's a pound for four, dude. And they're so hot when you first get them, you can't touch them. Makes them so much better. We'll I'll be heading down that way. <laughs> Time to the open. I don't know. I don't even know if you'd be... A, a, it's an outdoor amusement. Why would it be open in October? That's why I'm upset. It's always open. I don't think it is. <laughs> anyway so she goes through her bakery opens a secret door and changes into Sister Night the Trent Reznor uh, Echis Ross score kicks in it's good see that that's an odd thing as well because you've got a Vietnamese background mm-hmm. and now suddenly you've got this Catholic icons and stuff in her costume it's like what there's really a big mix going on there. Yeah, but maybe that's just that no one has a good idea about vigilantes. Look at Red Scare later on. He just wears a Adidas tracksuit <laughs> and a balaclava. Yeah. Um, not much of an... I mean, considering we've not really seen anyone else with anything other than an American accent, mm-hmm. and he's got a kind of Russian accent, it's, again, he's not very disguised, really. No. No. So, um, she drives to some dude's mobile home, kicks in the door, punches him. We uh, then see her drive to HQ. Cops are watching one of, um, someone in a Rorschach mask quoting from the original yeah. Rorschach's texts, um, from the graphic novel. Yep. And they are the seventh <clears throat> cavalry in the video. They're all chanting TikTok because, you know, cliches. Yeah. Um, the police HQ does not seem like a friendly place. No. You know, and admittedly that is because the lights are off, you know, so they can watch this film. Yeah. But it looks more like a lair than a police department. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, uh, for a liberal president, this place seems to be, a, America seems to be a nightmare. But I think it's also keeping it dark so that they can't identify each other, you know? Well, because then after the video ends, he does click a button and the window's open. Light does come in. Mm. So I think they know who each other is. Yeah. Don't they? I mean, that'd be insane. Some of them. I mean, maybe if you want to tell your fellow officers. You gotta have a changing room and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's a part, actually, towards the end when he goes out and he's got the police escort, they are outside smoking with their masks off. Yeah. Which, to me... I mean, I kind of guessed it was going to be going to a setup and they're going to kill him. But well, yeah, when they were outside smoking, I yeah. assumed they weren't police. Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Judd authorizes a twenty-four hour firearms release. Yeah. Panda isn't happy because he really likes to follow the letter of the law. Yeah. Oh, Panda is the reason why that guy's gun didn't unlock before he got shot. I think I skipped past that one very important. Well, like, they kept trying, but for some kept... Well, because like, at first he was yeah. like unlock it he's like you know what are the chances he's got contraband in there and yeah. he has to answer all these questions and then after he answers the questions then it doesn't unlock yeah. and then it does unlock but he's already been shot by then yeah. Um, the guy she punched she put in her trunk because she believes he's 7k he's interrogated mm-hmm. in, the, in, a, in the pod by looking glass his technique is to bombard a potential threat with American iconography while asking questions. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of... Um, uh, so swastikas kick in towards the well, end. But there was also, um, when it was starting showing various people, it had um, Harriet Tubman, but it also showed um, at Beresford, what do you think, the guy who started the KKK. I have no idea what he would look like. Um, 
Or his name. Beresford. Something Ber- um That's a surname, thank I've forgotten God. his fucking name now. Thank God. Well anyway, it's like it's like three names he's got. Um, his first name isn't Beresford. No. His last it's like a, name. It's like a double barum surname. It's a real it's a real uh <sighs> Yaxley Lennon. Yeah. It's a bit along that line, yeah. <laughs> They're very similar. Um, Everyone with three names is a racist. Pretty much. Um, Paul F. Tompkins. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia (laughs) Newton-John. Yeah, so... So, yeah, look last knows he's guilty, right? And so his sister Knight's like, yeah, sorry about that, but you know we've got to do this kind of thing, and leading him out. And then kicks him into, I think, a bathroom, because we never go in there. Then beats him so hard, his blood pours under the door. Yeah, see, now this is another thing that kind of shows me how Rorschachy they are. Mm. You're like, yeah, okay, we've can we've interrogated you and everything. We're all best mates. And then the whole, can her by herself is doing good cop, bad cop all in one go. Yes. And can beating shit out of him to get information. And that's exactly what Rorschach would do. So it's, Yeah, he would. Yeah. So... so. She walks out, just goes cattle ranch, like uh, yeah. like Bruce Campbell in Evil Dead Two work shed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they storm said cattle ranch. Uh, Red scare and uh, sister night on the ground with the cops. Judd and Pirate Jenny are watching on cameras, giving info, uh, and the seven K are removing watch batteries, putting them in a bucket. Uh, brackets at first I thought it was possibly for a nail bomb yeah but then the mentioned something then they mentioned something about how those batteries are the ones that make people sick yeah um the 7k take pills and move into position with a gatling gun they turn on the lights the cops take cover they fire taking uh taking out the cattle uh cattle and cops causing a stampede as uh sister knight returns fire uh Sister Knight uses cattle as a wall, yeah. or as a defence. That's actually and pretty it is cool. Cool and gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like, and <clears throat> I did like that. That was mm-hmm. oh, that was very well done. As they reload, she makes a move. She takes some out and captures one. It's the guy who killed the cop at the beginning. He takes a pill. It's cyanide. He dies. Yeah. It's not going well. <sighs> the others take off in a plane, and we realise that Judd and PJ are in Archie. Yeah. That was Night Owl's old ship. That's also a thing to notice when they were in, when Angela was in Judd's office and they're mm. sitting chatting away. She's and drinking from an owl mug. Yeah, an owl mug as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they take the plane out with a burst of flame, but Archie gets hit and crashes. They're fine. They laugh maniacally. Yeah. And I think this is where you should realise that something possibly is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing's right. It's... Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was another thing as well with the fights in this. Mm-hmm. It was a good action sequence. Yeah, the fights yet again were very reminiscent of Rorschach in that they were just rough, scrappy, and just like beat the crap out of somebody until you get the job done sort yes. of thing. Which, again, yeah, obviously can very well choreographed, but choreographed to the point that they had to look non-choreographed fights. And it was, mm-hmm. that was a, I thought it was a good touch. We cut to... <laughs> A green, palatial, literally, estate. The castle looks awfully like the one Dr. Manhattan was making on Mars. Yeah. The fog makes the place look unreal. Um, 
He is named, but Adrian Veet. Veet. Yeah. Every time I pronounce it differently. He's the new Rivers Cuomo. Uh, A.K.A. Ozymandias. Another name I always pronounce yeah. wrong. He has <laughs> no. two names I can't that pronounce. That was, on first reading it, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it's like going back to like when first read Harry Potter. Mm. I didn't know how to pronounce Hermione. It was like what, Heromone. What? Yeah, Haribo. Why um why would you I mean if you're gonna name people things, okay, have cool names and stuff. But try and make it something that people can pronounce when they're not gonna hear it. Yeah, like Ron. Anyway, moving yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone knows our own. Um Yeah, he rides home and is greeted by his servant, Mr. Phillips. Uh cut to he types naked on a typewriter. No computers again? Yeah, that was... Uh, while, I was not quite ready for that. his female servant massages his thighs, she mentions how raw they are. Oh, he tells her to work them anyway. <laughs> Sexy. They get all chapped from all that horse riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Phillips and Mrs. Crookshanks dress him formally for his anniversary. Also, I just I realised that Mr. Phillips is the guy who played Ichabod Crane in the Sleepy Hollow TV show, mm. and it blew my mind. I've go. never seen him clean-shaven. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think they kept an anniversary, but they never said anniversary of what? Yeah, no, I assume it's the squid, but you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they. Oh, yeah. So they sing for He's a Jolly Good Fellow. He blows out the, uh, a cake uh, that has the same colours as his old suit. Yeah. Uh, Phillips offers him a horseshoe to cut the cake, and he seems quite upset. <laughs> yeah, because if it's not a simulation or anything that he's in, mm-hmm. these servants have to be robots or something. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. Because they're yeah, definitely they're not all, they're not real. Been made one way yeah. or another, even if they are like clones or yeah. something. Um, Phillips apologizes. Navy digs in with a fork. They give him a present uh, wrapped in a uh, like a rabbit skin. Yeah, it's the weirdest wrapping of it. It's a pocket watch. Yeah. Uh, uh, Av thinks it's exquisite. He tells his staff he's writing a play and that uh, they will play the lead roles, and it's called the Watchmaker's Son. So. That makes me think that he's in a prison created by Dr. Manhattan because Dr. Manhattan is the watchmaker's son. Yes. Probably. And also, obviously, we saw also, the same place made out of sand on Mars, which is a little on the nose. Otherwise. In my head, I thought, right, here's where I think this is going. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to end up being a prison or something. It's probably going to be just wherever he's living now. Mm-hmm. And he's just surrounded himself by certain things. And I think the whole play on the watchmaker's son mm. is that he's decided right, the best thing he can do now because can he wants to can mm-hmm. do can go through a, a different version of his previous plan is that he is going to try and recreate the Dr. Manhattan experiment on well the accident on himself oh so I think he's going to try and become Dr. Manhattan too. Okay. Um, well, I was trying to think of the subtitle to Made in Manhattan too. But <laughs> I don't think was there, there is a Made in Manhattan There should too, be. So there should be. Um, but, no, that's, that's a good one. I never even thought of that. But no, I think, I mean, maybe it's not a prison. Or, everyone thinks he's dead. So maybe it is, Dr. Manhattan did imprison him, but mm-hmm. gave him 
certain freedoms. And he's the smartest man alive, as they yeah. used to call him or whatever. So maybe he built Mr. Phillips and Mrs. Crookshank. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he made them, maybe. I don't know. He'd have made them better, though. They'd have made them know what a knife was, not a horseshoe. Well, you know, it's hard <laughs> to make human beings, dude. <laughs> maybe he made them yeah. out of rabbit skins, for all you know. I Ugh. don't know. Lot of spares going to be. I mean, they uh, plus they really like him. They definitely do an orgies at night. That's definitely. <laughs> and then he just wipes their memory the next day. No, look how lovingly they look at him. They, they are programmed. That's because they don't remember the they, orgies. They are programmed uh, like fuckbots or something. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, hopefully we don't see any more Jeremy Irons nudity. But you know, no. I really don't think we can rule it out. Honestly. Mm. He loved it. You could tell. <laughs> it was just quite a shock to see him there. I was like, oh, okay. And then you did wonder what she was doing at your side. Oh, just massaging his thighs. Thank fuck. Okay. She's getting closer though. You just don't see the other uh. bit. Um, He's old. It's retreated within him. Yeah. But that is, simply put, that part is completely out of anything else in the... Yeah. Sure. Even the colour palette is different because it's very green and brown and everything else seems very urban. And I mean, there's nothing technically telling us that that's happening at the same time. No. So although we've seen the so, headline saying he's been declared dead, uh-huh. this could be leading up to his death, which there uh-huh. maybe goes back to my theory as well. His, he's done the experiment. He's declared dead because he's disappeared. Uh-huh. Is he going to rebuild himself in the lab well, as well? Well, you saw Dr. Manhattan destroy a castle made of sand on Mars. What if that was actually the castle? Mm. Like that's somehow his prison, and then he puts on around it, right? Yeah. And that's him. Like, well, I don't need this anymore. Gone. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? Is what we're saying. There's eight episodes to go. Weirdly, not eleven. You'd think they'd try and do twelve, like the comic. Yeah. Did you see? Um, I was on the trivia actually for this. Doctor Dr. Manhattan. I didn't was look any trivia up. Well, it was only the one, the only thing I remember. So apparently, John Cena had um, expressed interest in playing Doctor Manhattan. With, with his little cockle shell out. But I was just like, well, no. We need somebody that's good. Ugh. I mean, John Cena is good, just not as a serious actor. Yeah. No I can is. name four good John Cena movies, which is insane. Because I don't think I could name four good... I can any. name one John Cena. <laughs> well, remember, he's been doing all those comedies recently, so he's oh, in Cock Blockers. Is he? i never heard of that. He's the father, one of the fathers in Cock Blockers. That's... Their their kids all go to prom, and they're all going to have sex. Yeah, and none of the parents want them to have sex, so it's the dads and mums of four families trying to stop their kids fucking. <sighs> it's in this uh, country, I believe, it's called blockers. But there's a picture of a cockerel in front of the word blockers. Mm. <laughs> there you go. All <laughs> oh, that has passed me by. So. Plus, he was in um, that Amy Schumer movie. You know the one with the. The one where she's a train wreck. Well, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. It's a really good joke if you know what the film's called. Yeah. It's a train wreck. Oh, is it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, he turns up and Oh, he's in Bumblebee. He was good in Bumblebee. Oh, shit. Is he in that? Okay. Yeah. Was he actually good in that? Yeah. Okay. He's probably going to be good in that Fast 9. I'm sure someone said he was in oh, Fast yeah. 9. Yeah, he'll probably be fine in that. I could only, at this point, other than that, what you've told me now, I can name uh, The Marine and 12 Rounds. 12 Rounds is a solid movie. You really? It's very good. I've avoided it like the plague. It's Rennie Harlan, dude. You know Rennie Harlan, director of Die Hard 2 oh. and Cutthroat Island. 
Okay, well, I've uh, I've half seen one of those. <laughs> oh. His most famous thing, to, in my mind, is that he's been married to Gina Davis, yeah. which suggests that he's not very good. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we cut to a family dinner with Uncle Judd and Angela. Uh, Judd goes to get more wine, snorts something. Yep. Comes back with blue powder under his nose. Angela does the classic... Oh, Oh, just got, so no one else notices. Got something on your face. Yeah, but you know, you know, sort of when, the, when you've got a booger and yeah. someone wipes their nose until you wipe it, you know that kind of. But the wife notices. Hmm? But the wife notices as well. Does she? I, I yeah. don't think she cares. Though, she brings right? it up later on. Oh. But it just it's in this not passing sort of thing, like yeah. And he was like, oh, just a quick pick me up. Yeah. Wipes away the remnants before anyone sees. Angela gets caught. Uh, out on the fact that she had no intention of going to Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, the kids all tell Judd to sing, and he does, and he does it well. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, I knew he was going to die for some reason, because oh. Don Johnson has shown more acting chops in this than I've seen in quite a while. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, the watch batteries are the old kind, synthetic li- lithium, uh, the ones that are making people sick. Angela and Judd discuss outside. Judd is worried as fuck. And then pretty much walks away whistling. Yeah. You know, like a doctor who goes, why can't I ever win? And then goes... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did everything we could. We're sorry for your loss. (laughs) See ya. Uh, A real David Cameron move, right? Yeah. So his feet can have his slippers. Yeah. Um... A clock won't stop... What is this? I don't, this is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, a clock won't stop ticking. She seems disconcerted with this upbeat demeanour. Oh, that's how they're... What's happening during that scene. Yeah. Lots of clocks. Cut to American Hero Story Minutemen. You don't really see anything other than some uh, classic vigilantes before we, uh, yeah. we're home with Judd and his wife. I feel bad that I keep calling her his wife, but she's never named in the episode. Um. I believe it's Jane, Jane Crawford. Jane Crawford, yeah. But she's never named, so I didn't yeah. name her. Um, oh, we're getting close to the end. Yeah. I'm on the last page of notes. <laughs> Judd says Charlie Sutton just woke up and he's going to get uh, one of the boys to take him to the hospital. In the car, we hear the radio on the radio. President Redford has been in power 30 years. Brackets. Due to the repeal of the 22nd Amendment by Nixon, who himself was president 69 to 85. And I'm very glad that I remembered that from yeah. the comic. Yeah. Even the 22nd Amendment. How? Because my birthday is the 22nd of January. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh. Um, Stingers take out the uh, tyres uh, of uh, the truck Judd's in. Lights flash. Judd's worried. Cut to Angela having sex with her husband. She's denied an orgasm to get the phone. She's very upset. Thankfully, we do not hear Hallelujah played in the background. <laughs> yeah, she she isn't unzipped from the top of her head to no. her vagine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good for that. Um, yeah, uh, she answers the phone. It's the old man. Who was the boy? I had to write that note for myself, but when you read it back, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows who she is and to come to an oak tree. I can't remember where she, he says it was. Um, he has something to show her. 
she lays on the bed and out of the headboard retrieves a shotgun, which is the coolest yeah, thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was actually pretty seen. cool. I've definitely, that seems familiar. I've definitely seen that in something else before, but nothing to do with Watchmen, but yeah. I can't think of what. Um, but yeah, that was pretty, I didn't see that coming. She hands a... Uh, she hands her husband a gun and uh, says if anyone comes up the drive other than her, kill them. He's like, cool. She leaves. And he does that thing that people do on TV shows where he gives a look so we don't know if we can trust him or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be another cop somewhere. Well, no, I just thought there's a possibility that maybe he's a, he is the relation of the wheelchair man. No. Possible. You know, and it's all a big... Set up to get her on side. No. Then when would he have time? Well, the only time we see him is with kids. Yeah. And they have a lot of kids. <laughs> two. Three, I hope. Is it? Yeah. It's a boy and two girls, right? I thought it was just a boy and girl. No, I'm pretty sure it's a boy and two girls. I'm not 100% no. how you say it, but I thought it was three. No. Either way, you know, they're going to school. Yeah. Someone's got to be at home. She's fucking killing people in the street and doing a bakery at the same time. I mean, not really. Yeah. Because it's never going to open, but... It's a place to hide her cool car and guns. I mean, it is a cool car, though, right? It is a cool... Since I've heard that, I was like, what the fuck did that come from? I mean, from? she spends more time polishing that car than she does at home. Yeah, the kids. that was a, a spotless car. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, she drives to the oak tree. Judd is hanging barefoot. Has a weird big toenail. Well, just, just one... I thought there was. Is there some? Oh, one barefoot. You I was. I looked at it and thought, is that a reference to something? I think I want. I don't know. I didn't know if he'd just been hit so hard his shoe flat flew off. Mm. But I don't know by who or what. Um, the old man's next to him. Looks like he can lift two hundred pounds. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> uh, oh. Blood lands on uh, Judd's badge, just like the comedian's badge at the uh, from Watchmen. Um. So there's a murder to solve and probably a conspiracy to uncover. Yeah. And from Judd's actions, he knew it was coming. Oh, that's the other thing. He he keeps looking around real dodgy, like someone's already told him he's going to die in the next couple of days. Yeah. That's why I think the maniacal laughter when he gets out of Archie. Um, and from the title, um, he knew it was coming. Oh, look at that. I was clever to myself in my own notes. Well, I'm not going to worry. But yeah, poor Judd's dead and we're running out of ice. Yeah. Ugh. Rotting corpses. Indeed. Ugh. Um, so yeah. But no, as pilots go, I would be confused as fuck if I hadn't read the yeah. comic book. Uh, yeah, see, so if I hadn't been for that, yeah, I don't know what anybody would make this. I actually attempted to go and sit with mum down and make her watch it and see if she could figure out what was going on, but... I mean, no offence, after a certain age, there's no point, right? My mum can watch this show. Yeah. And I admittedly, yes. my mum has 15 years on your mum. Yeah. But still. I've got nobody else to show it to, though. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, neck really hurts. I think uh, the angle uh, I'm sitting at today is not beneficial. My knees are hurting. Old uh, man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. So... <laughs> So yes, it just did. Yeah. But he is in all nine episodes. I looked at that. Yeah, but maybe so, that's a lie. Uh, you know, like how Olivia Wilde's in every episode of like season five of House and she's not in one of them. Mm. But um, yeah, if I hadn't been for the fact that we can read and reread 
the um, graphic novel. I mean, and I haven't read it in a long time because I think I gave you my copy, right? Yes. The absolute. Yeah. Yeah. So still, there you go. My, still in the living room. <laughs> so yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> and I even bought a normal copy to read because that one's too good to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I did give it to you to read, so that's yeah. upsetting. But still. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, I was going to sit there. It's too, again, don't want to crease of Spain or anything. No, it's or, like a Steve Gutenberg Bible. I get you. Yeah. So. But yeah. I, if we'd not known that, mm. I don't think I'd be wanting to see a second episode. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I think, I know I never made you watch The Leftovers, right? But the first series does a lot of setup, And the second series really gets going. Yeah. This feels like watching season two, episode one of Watchmen. You know, like they expect you to have yeah. all this basic knowledge. And you don't have any. No. I mean, no. even if you've only watched the film, you won't understand what the squids were. No, that doesn't, that's... <laughs> Nothing's really explained at all, mm-hmm. and then there are certain things like obviously. Can you look at Lost? They didn't explain kind of fuck all and that for a long time. And, and when they did, no one cared. Yeah. Um, so that just maybe seems to be style, and mm. we don't have to explain this stuff. People will figure it out on their own. Nobody's going to figure out the squid thing on their own. No, I think it's going to be one of these things where maybe in two, three, four episodes. You'll get more information, and yeah. if you go back to the beginning, you'll get a new understanding. Yeah. It's like this mind-blowing uh, thing going on in Mr. Robot at the minute, where they're like, there's a thing coming. And I've looked at Reddit, and no one's really got it, though some people have got close. Mm-hmm. And when the twist comes, you're going to go back to episode one and watch it from a completely different point of view. And I'm like, I mean, if you can promise that and deliver it... yeah. Greatest TV show of all time. I don't think it's possible. No. <laughs> I assume it's something to do with us and Mr. Robot. Right. You know how he looks at us and says, hello, friend, and he talks mm-hmm. to the camera like we're a person. I reckon we'll be a person. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, it's already got... It's already got the father and the son in it. Why can't we be like a holy ghost as well? And we're all just part of his psyche. Mm. So we're doing stuff too. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. We'll find out. I should have paid more attention. There's still, uh, I want to say, eight episodes of uh, Mr. Robot left before it ends forever. So How many seasons has it been? Four. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get through the first one. So. I thought you finished the first one. No. I don't think so. Got to the twist though, right? That isn't really a twist. What was the twist again? Well, I can't tell you, can I? Because if you can go that there. something about, well, what's his face? Uh, I'll first on. Um, Christian Slater's... No, I can't remember. Okay, then. Oh, if it was a long time ago if, that I watched it. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose it could be 2015, but I reckon you didn't watch it until 2016. Oh, no, I think, I, I think it was last year I watched it. I can't remember. If people want to bombard uh, Richard with spoilers, then it's rd.c, but I'm not going to do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know, because every, every year there's sort of like a, a twist... Or, like, there's something happens that feels like it would be the big twist in a normal show. Yeah. 
And then there's a smaller twist that feels more important to me. And I feel like that's how they do it. It's weird. But yeah, I'm not here to ruin Mr. Robot on this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, no. if you were HBO, yeah. this was the pilot. I mean, it was the pilot, as in yeah. they made this one episode and then showed it to them. Would you go and say, yeah, make the rest of it after this? Because it seems very expensive, very dark. And I think from the point of view of America, it's probably going to be very controversial. Yeah. I think probably yes, though, because mm-hmm. of the controversy. We'll get people going, oh, this can fucking terrible. But they'll watch it mm. to get more annoyed. So, yeah. Also, so the- I think HM, uh, HBO wants another series, right? Mm-hmm. But from what Damon Lindelof is saying, there is no season two of this. No. There are nine episodes at the end. Because I think, yeah, I'd, I would continue on. Being in, like, sort of, if it was a casual viewer, mm-hmm. again, it's been enough to piss me off yet to make me come back for the second mm-hmm. episode. But, I say, give it a couple of weeks, and once, again, shit hits the fan and people get annoyed about it, then yeah, it'll make a shit ton of money for them, because people will watch it. Yeah, well, there's eight episodes left, so, yeah, yeah, you're going to watch them all? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should come back in a couple of months and just do a, this is what we think. Yeah, recap. I wouldn't usually suggest this with a a pilot, but if there's only nine, yeah, seems doable. Cool. Yeah, I say I did enjoy it, but I say I can see why if somebody, like I actually might go and show this to Bruce at work because he's not definitely not read the graphic novel, mm-hmm. probably only barely watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Make a sure. plan. Yeah. I just want to know. I'm 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 intrigued. Right, this is outside of the pilot now, but obviously after it ended, it said you know, coming up on Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name? Silk Spectre Tina yeah. works for the FBI. Yeah, because she uh, changed her name, surname to Drake. Yeah. There's Jean Smart from yeah. Legion. Yeah. Sold. So, yeah, so she's showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. But I, so I, my prediction is that Adrian V is trying to make himself an, a Dr. Manhattan. Another one. Why is no one ever called uh, Doctor New Jersey? No, but you know what I mean. Why is no you know? I I want a I want a Batman film that's called Another Batman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like we're almost bored of it because yeah. I think we are almost. Ugh, Batman. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this our generation's ever going to get bored of superhero movies, right? Yeah. I watched them all, and I'm, I always look forward to it. Yeah. This year, I feel like we started to oversaturate, and I'm still like, yeah, it's fine. No. Hell, I'm even watching Arrow again. I for think it's just that the thing that sort of Marvel's done well is is that you kind of beforehand used to lump superhero movies in together and go, "Well, that's kind another superhero movie coming out," and it's mm-hmm. all kind of you knew what you were getting into. But yeah, now yeah. that they've managed to go, "Well, it's a superhero movie, but it's this genre and it's this," and kind yeah, yeah. they've managed to sort of diversify within superheroes. So it makes it a bit more interesting. But they've gone the other way too, right? In that I will look at a Marvel movie mm-hmm. as a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they are a sub-genre within the superhero franchise. So. Yeah. 
But then I've heard some things about the next Doctor Strange, where it's kind of going to be almost like a horror kind of film thing. Yeah, I know. As well. We so talked like, about it on here, yeah. mate. So that's like... Uh, but it's not going to be a 15. It's no. going to be like a fucking but it's still, woman in black. That's fine. To start. I like st- Harry Potter being scared by start. shadows. <laughs> Ugh. Shadows can be scary. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. A shadow is... I don't know where that thought was going. I'm going to stop now. Oh. Ow. We need a sign-off. Um... Oh, well, are we saying what we're doing next week then? Well, uh, what we're doing next week is what we said we were doing last week. Yeah. Aha! Streethawk. Airwolf. Air- what? No, no, we're doing Streethawk. I'm just, I'm just saying they all sound the same. <laughs> sea bear. So I got confused and scared and I was like, what? Okay, sure. Sea bear. <laughs> um, There's nothing left, is there? I suppose you need some sort of fire version. Lava. Lava cod. <laughs> ah, ah, kicked myself in the face. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how bad that joke was, apparently. Oh, I had to attack myself. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Well, while we go get you medical aid. Hooray. We shall... AIDS. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and then medical aids and a McDonald's breakfast. Hurrah. What am I going to have? Oh, um... <laughs> I'll have an apple. What would you give this out of five? Or ten? Or whatever number you want to give it out of? Uh, what? I will give it four out of five. Nice. But I will also say that if I hadn't read the thing, I would probably give it two out of five. That is exactly my review. Well done. Yeah. That makes sense. Though. Yeah. Fuck you guys! Late us! Yep. It's a terrible sign-off. I'm so sorry, guys. You know I love you.